You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Your Bibles today, James chapter 1. I want to thank you so much for being in God's house. Great crowd again here this morning, the balconies, the lower floors. And uh, these classrooms have refilled. Sunday school is being conducted. The other properties jam-packed. The buses, B Ministry, and C have been out. And it's just been a wonderful, wonderful morning. Beautiful day in Santa Clara, California. And uh, I want to thank you for being in God's house. As you're watching in every state and every country, we need the church more than ever. The church is under attack uh, politically from the outside and from the inside. Also of your own self, so grievous wolves rise up literally speaking perverse things. We need the church. Jesus gave his life for the church. I've been part of church my entire life. I've never been in a perfect church. I've never had a perfect pastor, and I've been my pastor here now for 46 years here and over 50 years in the ministry. I'm so far away from where I should be, though I try to live for God. No such thing as a perfect people because we still have that Adamic nature. I tell you what, I want, I want, to, I want throw away one pastor I ever had. A pastor right over here, he's been with the Lord for so many years, but I was a kid in 1956, got saved. 15 minutes from here, my pastor Smith was preaching that night. I love the pastors God gave me. I love the churches. Were they perfect? No. Thank God for the church. This year, in January, it's a little odd for me, but Sunday morning, Sunday night, I've been preaching from James chapter 1. The first and words I want us to have in our vocabulary, in our hearts, because you're going to need them this year. James 1, my brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptation, trials. The first word was trials. You will have trials. I will have, I don't know what it is. I had two men this morning tell me my, one, my mother, his mother is probably going home to be with the Lord today. Uh, another man, his dad's really close to going home. I was walking here this morning praying for a man that's really near in our church going home to be with the Lord real soon. And uh, there will be trials. You just count on it. There will be trials. One of our sweet, sweet college girls driving and right in her own lane, and the guy just pulled out accident this past week. There will be trials. Will be tri- I, I promise you there will be trials. You don't run when you have a trial. You face it. The second word we saw was in chapter 1, verse 5 and 6, that God's Word says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God. You're going to have to have wisdom, so will I. The third word was that of single-minded. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. The fourth word we saw was crowns. Um, God says he'll give you a crown if you suffer for him. We saw there are five, perhaps maybe as many as six crowns. Last Sunday we saw verse number, uh, verse number 16, do not err, E-R-R where we also get the word E-R-R-O-R, my beloved brethren. Don't err. Don't, don't swerve off the path. Stay on the straight and narrow. 
Wide's the way that leads to destruction, but a narrow way. We're getting ready for the offering, by the way. The last Sunday night we saw SSS, verse 19. Every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. Let's stand together, please, as we read together aloud chapter 1, verse 22, 23, 24, and 25. Ushers, will you please come as we're preparing to read and then after we read the scripture, Brother Bertram will lead us in prayer for the message of the hour and for a good offering. I'll have to ask the Holy Spirit to speak to our hearts about how to give. Verse 22, let's begin. Let's stay together. Pause at the commas, semicolons, and periods. Ready? Begin. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any man be a doer. God wants every child of God to be a doer, not a hearer, but a doer. Brother Bertrand, will you come and lead us in prayer, please, for an offering, then the message. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, what a joy it has been to be in your house this morning. I thought of this song, there's a sweet, sweet spirit in this place, and I know that it's the spirit of the Lord. Thank you for every one of your people who have gathered here today. Lord, I pray now for this offering. Lord, you know the needs of the hour. Lord, you know how you have blessed us. I pray that we might give in response to your blessing to us. May we give our tithes in obedience to you. May we give offerings out of our great love for you and appreciation for all you have done. Lord, I pray now for the preaching of your word. I pray that you would fill our pastor afresh and anew with power from on high. Speak to our hearts and help us. We'll thank you for what you do. For we ask in Jesus' name and for his sake, amen. Thank you. You may be seated.
preacher said to me at least 35, perhaps maybe even 40 years ago, pastored a much larger church than my church, our church here. They said, Brother Treber, the average Christian serves God for seven years. He was seasoned. He had been in the ministry a long time. He's passed away decades ago now. The average Christian, I want to say this statement is true. I asked him several years later, the, the best of my ability, I think I asked him this question. I said, how about that seven years? He said, I think it's down to five. And I said, Brother Trevor, don't, don't, don't preach at them and drive them out of church. One, they occupy a space in church. They'll still come. Two, I'll never forget what he said. Their checks still cash. They'll tithe. You won't get them to a prayer meeting. You won't get them on a bus route. You won't get them out soul winning. You really won't get them out very often in the choir. That's why the choirs in America have very few gray hair. Now, there might be some that are gray, but they told me they die daily. One lady said, I might get old, but I'll never get gray. That should be my motto, I guess, as well. I don't want to lose anybody. I, I tell you what, I'd love you to stay. But it always breaks my heart when God commands us to be a doer and we become a sitter. God did not call you to sit. God did not call me to soak and just wither away. God didn't call me to, to be a good Christian for a while and then go fishing every Sunday. God called me to serve him. Amen. The word doer, you saw it three times. Do, to be a doer is one who does. He's a fulfiller. He accomplishes something. You could take the scenario. I've watched, I've watched it. I've watched it. You, you, all these years you hear, you see it. They do well through elementary school. Then sometimes a high school kid says, I don't want all this stuff. More so today than ever before. It seems like, and they just sort of convince their parents, I don't want Christian school. I don't want the things of God. I don't want that. And they quit. And it's not long late that, that, that after that, then the parents begin to quit. Or some make it through even college. And, and they love it. And a lot of folks, if you get through college, then you stay because you want a church wedding. That means wedding showers and gifts. You got to register because the biggest crowd is the church people. So you want to register. You want to have a church wedding. You want to buy whatever standards or rules or whatever we have because you got to have a good crowd. It's my day to shine. And I'm all for, I've, I've had, I had a beautiful wedding here last week. I have them all the time. And I'm lo I love it. I love all the weddings. I watched some get married through the years. They get married and that's it. Sunday school hit and miss. Sunday morning hit and miss. Sunday night miss. Wednesday night miss, miss. Then those that stay, stay with me, it's the first baby. And again, you stay because, and you start going to all the showers because your shower's next. I know we, we had three kids. We had showers. Sure, we went to all the showers. We needed those gifts too. Smile at me. I'm, it's okay. I'm not trying to be rude to anybody. But you know, really, 
It's kind of a sad thing God gave you that baby because that baby's keeping you from church. You used to go to church. You used to go door knocking. You used to be on a bus. You used to be in a class. You used to say amen. You used to do something. But now that baby, you're the first one in America to have a baby. You know, you're an invalid in the next 47 years. Happy with me, folks. Come on now. I'm okay. You're too, I've been here too long. I don't think you're going to fire me. If you fire me, I get to see my wife. It's going to be so awesome. So is that a motion on the floor to fire me? <laughs> then you have two kids. It's always, oh, you're the first people in America to have two kids. 13 kids later right over here. They're still in church. This building was cleaned by the, the little girls, their mother, and teenagers, and young college-age girls. Uh, and we've never spent a dime in here. McCracken's over here. God bless you all those years you did it. And now the Tava girls, their mama does it hours and hours. You know how many hours it takes to vacuum a 3,000-seat auditorium? But hey, hey, Jennifer was in, uh, she gave a day in honor of Mrs. Carr. I said, why would she do that? She goes, the only thing I can think, I was a fourth-grade school teacher. Thirteen kids later and a grandmother now. Cleaning the house of God for hours and hours and hours. Never get paid a dime. We had a contractor come in here this week with, with, with his company and, and just installed lights. They, they saw we need lights on the side of this building, that nursery area, and installed them free. Uh, we have a contractor sitting back here, got happy on that song, Daylene, merciful to me. And he's coming in and replacing all the valves in the restrooms around here and fixing things in here. I didn't even know he's doing it, been doing it, and they're thousands of dollars. And I said, hey, we'll pay for it. He goes, I, I'll take care of it. That's been a doer right there. Then we, we have the kids and they graduate and they get married and we're faithful. We have the first grandbaby. And you know, I'm tired. The whole world's tired. Things are accomplished by tired people. That's why in the book of Hebrews it says, we're to rest, 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 rest when we get to heaven. This is not resting time. This is doing time. There's something, the, the world, you say, why the passion? Because the world is dying and going to hell. The governments of this world are putting the screws on our missionaries and tightening down on mission fields and here at home. And it seems like it's almost hopeless. I love what you said. We've got to send an army out of here in just a few moments that, that take hope. Take hope. I'm loving, I, I'm not, I, I go up and get a, I go and get a cup of coffee and I walk in with my mask on. But as soon as they give it to me, I take it off. Because you can legally drink coffee. And I'm smiling at everybody. Folks need to see this again. I look much better like this. Two people. Thank you. Look what the Bible says. I think tonight, America today, America's reaping the results of a sitting church and Again, this is the most serving church I know, but I'm talking about our churches in America where so often they're sitting. We have buses sitting all over America that two years ago were running, and now they're sitting. Preachers are telling me, I can't, I can't get workers. They're all afraid. 
What, you're afraid that that kid might get saved? You're the only hope for salvation for that kid. You're the only hope. Got to get those buses out there. Oh, you knock on doors. I know I've knocked on them. And, and once in a while they say, ah, 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 off my step. Ah, ah. All right. Well, sort of like the guy I saw, my wife and I saw months ago at the stoplight up here. He had his mask on in his car by himself. Pull it down. Put it back up. What an idiot. I know, monitored right now. He's an idiot. More ways than one. I'm talking about the fact today, ladies and gentlemen, what the choir life, I got pastors all over America that can't get a choir anymore. Why? They're afraid. God hath not given us a spirit of fear. Uh, we're a pawn. We're exactly where they want us. God doesn't want you living in fear. Hey, boys, I tell you where we're bright. We, we live, I tell you where we're going to spend some time. If things change the next two years as they have the last two years, we're going to have nice jail cells. Oh, it may not be over this, but it may be over the next because they're reaching into our lives more than ever. Hey, Canada! Just passed that law that you can't preach against Solomon or five years in prison. That's the word of God. Man shall not lie with mankind as he lies with a woman, the Bible says. It's an abomination. The Bible says a stench. Well, that's a hate book. Oh, where'd you get that, Hollywood? Or the NFL? Why don't God's people get some, some desire to live for God from the Word of God? Look what the Bible says in, in James. Be ye, what's that word? Be ye, what's that word? Doers of the Word. And not hearers only. Deceiving your own selves. I'm trying to encourage God's people to start doing something. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Not till you have first baby. That couple over there expecting their first baby. Such a blessing. I guarantee it by the grace of God, you watch. They'll be here serving God. They'll be in God's house when that baby is giving them babies. They have a heritage of three or four generations right there in a row. They have something going on here. God's word declares, Paul said, I fought a good fight. I've kept the faith. I finished my course. It's not sitting time. Jesus' last word he ever said was the word finished. It is finished. He didn't come to sit. He came to serve mankind. We are his workmanship, created under Christ Jesus unto good works. You imagine if every church in America had an army of people that just saw an opportunity, whether it's two, 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 and knock on 22 doors or whatever, it's not going to happen for another 100 years. Say, well, that's just a little gimmick. You call it what you want, but I like to get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people going out this Tuesday and then on Wednesday, the end of the month, or it's two, 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 two. 
where we just knock on doors and talk to people and there's a room full of people visiting here today. How do you come? Because you're getting gospel tracts. You're getting on the invitation. People are looking for something. Amen. We haven't given away a toy or a game or a money or anything all through COVID, but look at the crowd keeps coming. I'm talking about the fact that this is a doing church, a going church. Our buses used to have old buses years ago, and they're all gone. We got newer buses now, but it said on the top of it on the side, a going church for a coming Lord. Doing. I want you to see some things about this thing of doing. Doing is found in verse number 22. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. What's that next word? Deceiving. To deceive is to mislead yourself and others. To mislead. By false appearances, if we are not careful, myself included, if we are not careful, we deceive ourselves and convince ourselves, I'm a doer. When in reality, Brother Martinez, we're sinners. Now, I don't want to say this because you're going to start thinking I'm old and I'm not old. I mean, I know I look a little older than 38, but I'm just, I'm still young. And for the first time in my life, I started this during COVID and don't, don't, maybe once or twice a week I get to do this. My back study. I have a chair back there. It was a secondhand chair someone gave me years ago. And it reclines a little bit. I take about a 10-minute nap. My wife, are you aware that I do that? And I feel so guilty. I come to work, it's dark, it's early, and I stay, and I work, I work all the time, all the time. And I love it. And my wife loves it because I don't drive her crazy. I leave the house. I, I've never been lazy. I think God's people know that. Yesterday morning, I started on that bike ride with you men out to the salt flats and got on that bike ride to go out there to pray together, pray for America. I left my house at 6.50, been up for already a couple hours reading my Bible and praying, welcome to God, it's the usual Saturday. I got home, I got home and had enough time for 20 minutes to get a shower, get cleaned up and be to the bus meeting. And I worked all day, all day. And last night when I got home from men's prayer meeting, finally, it's about 9.15, that's a long day, and by the way, it's that way all the time. I, no big deal. I love it. I'm, I'm having the time of my life. Man was created for work. Amen. I'm not against the golf course. I hope you guys all go. I think you should go. I'm not against uh, sports and those things. Uh, I'll be in the gym this week watching our teams play ball. But I'm not big into weightlifting. I'm big if I got time to mow my lawn, plant some flowers, trim some trees. I love that stuff. I like working. I was up in a up on a six foot ladder here several months ago, and I got all these trees I planted on my property, the, the property right around the corner here, and they've grown up real high, big white birch trees. And I was up on one on the six foot ladder. I hate the ladder; it's a junky ladder, but I bought it because it's cheap. Oh, I get so embarrassed because 
that ladder, I'm up on the top reaching up trying to cut a branch and the ladder gave way. And the funny thing is, I had to think fast. The tree over here was about maybe three feet away and I jumped to the tree and held on. He said, were you afraid? No, I was embarrassed. I said, I wonder, Brother Cooper lives across the street from me. I said, oh, I hope his wife's not over there looking. Then I looked at them, did you see that? Thanks for helping. Uh, you didn't see it. Then I looked at the neighbor. Oh, I wonder if Amber's home. No, she wasn't home. Praise God. I'm up in that tree. I said, I'm getting worn out up here in this tree. And so I, I figured out holding on has nothing to do with the message, but I love work. And I'm reaching my foot back here holding on this other tree. And I finally got the ladder. And I pulled it back in place. And I got down. Oh, I love working. I'm not going to fall out of a tree. I'm taking this little rest every day. Maybe next year if the Lord cares, I'm going to go 15 minutes a day. And I'm ashamed to tell you that because I, I don't take lunch, really. It's rare if I eat breakfast or lunch. Wait a minute. I want to be a doer. I'm running out of time in life. I want to be doing something. I don't want to be sitting on a shuffleboard cord. Oh, I got a 10. I'll play shuffleboard, but that's not going to be my daily activity. God says if we're not careful, we deceive. And we've all done it. But not only do I see deception, I see disillusionment. For if any be a hearer of the word, I heard it, and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. A natural face in a glass, and of course, they're not talking about mirrors. We'll see that in a moment. But we don't, they're not talking about mirrors. But you can look in a natural glass. You can see your reflection. But the problem is, we go away from the reflection and we forgot what we saw. I can, my wife has one of those mirrors, you know, that you turn the light on. And then on this side, it's just regular and you turn it around. You talk about discouragement. <laughs> you guys, you'd really be discouraged, some of you guys, if you looked into that right there. You don't have any lines in your face. But the rest of us have lines. I, I looked in that thing that magnifies. You know what you're talking about, ladies? I, I, you probably don't use that side. Ladies, you have it so easy. We get these lines, and a man can't use DAP, body filler from the auto's body shop. You ladies have all this paste and stuff, and you just get it. Now, none of you ladies, but I mean those other ladies. What a good offering coming up here in a couple weeks. And you can fill in the, the, the cracks. And then if you don't like the color, you can do that. And then, then you, 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 you paint the eyes and eyelids. And uh, boy, it's, it's just great. That's the only thing I'm envious about a woman in that regard. But, uh, and you can cook. I know, that was sexist. You can't say that. 
But you know what? We get away from the mirror, we get away from the glass, and it really didn't look that bad. I looked at it a few months ago, and I, my first, oh, I really don't look that bad, do I? And if we're not careful, we, we can be disillusioned. I'm, I'm serving God. I'm doing really well. I'm, 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 I, I see a, I, I need to see what God sees and get honest with myself. And then thirdly, I'm done. I see deception and disillusionment. But do you see the de- determination in verse 25? But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth, that's the key word, continueth therein. He being not a forgetful here, but a doer shall of his work be blessed. The, the key word there is, is continueth. You, you just Keep on, keeping on, stability, faithfulness to remain. You stay with it for a lifetime to remain. I hope whenever my last day and my last breath is, I hope I'm serving God. If I live to be my dad's age, I have another 24 years left. But I can't be pastoring this church 24 years from now. And so I probably won't be a pastor. I'll probably get too old for that. But I could still lift my hand and say, praise God. I could still give a tithe. I could still give a shout. I, I might, and I'm not being rude at all. I might be on a walker. I could go door to door. You know, uh, let me close. Mr. Treber and I went out to the cemetery this week, and we were, this one in Santa Clara, we have many people buried in different ones, and I use it as a prayer place to go to these cemeteries. And I took Mrs. Treber by Brother Tom. I took her by your mother-in-law, uh, by Mrs. And Brother Mrs. Adronada. You know, Mrs. Adronada, I never knew this. Brother Pustin, you're the one that told me after I think 15 years or more. Most of those ladies are with the Lord. I think he had four or five ladies. And I never knew. They just went door knocking all the time. And they went just, I never knew it for, they had to do it for 20 years. Please correct me when I'm finished, but let me know how long. But four, five, six ladies and most of them not in good health. Mrs. Adrenada would go and get her dialysis and come from dialysis to go door knocking. They went door to door to every home in the city of Malpitas, Campbell, Santa Clara, every door. Every door. All the doors in Sunnyvale, all the doors, 100,000 people, all the doors in Mountain View, 100,000 people. They did much of San Jose. They did these houses. I never knew they were doing it. Maybe 20 years. Just going door to door. Feeble. Many of them. Many of them. Home with the Lord. Feeble women. 
No show, never in the bulletin, never this is the time. They just went, you know what? That is being a doer of the word. These, these, these missionaries, brother, uh, go back to Brother Pusson, our missions director of the church. Th- these emails I'm getting, and you're receiving, and, and, and these emails and these letters I get, we have 150 missionaries, so probably 40 a week I'm getting, and maybe more because the emails now. It's hard in America with this COVID, and it's very difficult here. But these pastors up in Canada are writing to me or calling me and say, Brother Trevor, what do we do? It's against the law to preach the Bible. Great missionary, he, he just he, he, he emailed me this week. He said, what do, what do I do? Nobody, nobody in our large country, much larger than this country, nobody, nobody, nobody can go to the grocery store or to a restaurant or to our church without proof of vaccination. And we don't want it for our children and we don't want it for us. What do we do? We can't even have church in any building. What about the missionary that says, we can go out, men, in our area, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for two hours. Ladies can go Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, no church. What do we do? What, what does this missionary do? My wife, I think, I think you went to school with this man and his wife in a country where some of you are from. And they, they purchased land in 2002. They built a building. They, they bought a camp outside of the, that city in that country. And the government now comes in. It's all state approved, all government approved. Everything was licensed. Everything was approved. Everything had the government's approval on it. But this week they just decided that you're going to be taxed now. And I find out Tuesday the tax may be up to a million dollars. And you cannot do what you're doing unless you have the money. First fine just came in, just came in. I don't know where, nothing, they're not doing anything wrong. It's just the the new rule, $250,000. His entire life, Brother Whitlow, his entire life has been serving God as a preacher and it just, it just, it stopped. We have a world that hates God right now. We have political leaders that hate God. And friend, I'm telling you, the only hope we have, just keep doing what God wants us to do. Be doers of the word. Stephen did it, got his head cut off, or stoned. Paul did it, had his head cut off. All the disciples kept serving God. All were, not only, all were, uh, were martyred for the cause of Christ. The Dark Ages, we have the catacombs in Rome, and the catacombs are buried, the skeletons and the bodies of Christians that would not bow to Catholicism. And history bears up, look, just go to your Wikipedia, I don't know if they change that stuff or not, but if they just put in uh, Dark Ages, 
1,500 years where they slaughtered, it used to be, they said that, but modern day numbers now come up to about 100 million Christians and been slaughtered. What about that youth pastor in Iran? That's been working with teenagers and was just brutally murdered because he loves Jesus Christ. And then we sit, and I'm not trying to be rude to the best people in all the world, we sit and padded pews and air conditioning and lights and sound system and beautiful pianos and organs and instruments and choirs and God, but we're all the benefactors and we've got some things against us and say, I can't, I, I, I'm, I'm quitting church. Great example of our kids, we just quit. I don't know what I have to announce to my kids one day and grandkids. Papa's dying. He's got this. He's got that. I don't know, but I sure hope I die right. This is my third time I've said it in the last week uh, in this pulpit. I, that 98-and-a-half-year-old woman in that rest home that received from our, her grandchild brought her, I think it was grandchild, a songbook that we have here out of our publications, and she's singing. I, I, I think, oh, I I said Jesus is the sweetest name, and then that wasn't that song. What was the song she was singing? Brother Ramers, you remember the song? Somebody, I think it was, maybe it was, was Jesus is the sweetest name I know in her wheelchair. 98 and a half. And we have folks over here, I think of one man in that rest home, he is so lonely, he can't come to church. We can't go in to see these people. We had, 15, uh, we had 15 nursing homes we were in until COVID. We can't get in. You know, Charles has been part of our church. He and I are exact same age. Born four months ahead of me. Well, you figured out April to August. That's the word difference. So maybe more than four months. He's been in a wheelchair since 1977 when he came. We can't even get into. They moved him from over here to another. We can't even get in to see him. He was talking to Brother Martinez on the phone, just crying. I miss, he talked like, yeah, I miss church. I want to go to church. I miss Pastor Treber. I miss Cynthia Ann Swanson Treber. And you know, we say if the Lord tarries, it means if he waits, he always would say at the door, if the Lord, if the Lord carries, I don't care he got Carrie or Terry wrong. He had it right here. Oh, I'm over time. Let's stand together, please. Ladies and gentlemen, I, as we stand, we're going to have to be doers. Stay in this thing. Just think of just one more soul to walk down the aisle. And it's not in vain. I saw you singing this morning. Oh, you blessed me. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to come across chastising you. You are the absolute best. Brother Bob up there in Valerie, you've been here 40-some years still teaching Sunday school. God bless you. I think of all the men, Brother Skirty, 40-some years. God bless you. He's back here today. He got out of the hospital finally. Can't believe God. It's wonderful. God spared your life. Brother Kerry, 40-some years superintendent, preaching over there, over here. Brother Manley, 40-some years, still faithful to God, preaching this morning. 
We are, I'm so blessed. That choir, look for me, da, 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 around the, oh, that was awesome. Orchestra, I looked down here this morning, Daylene was singing, I think, I love that song, Merciful to Me. I, 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 I turn around and go, I, I go like this to the orchestra, they just start playing. I look down here, the trumpets, I just nod my head, they get their trumpets up, and I'm not, I don't want to be like a dictator, I just, boy, they brought something to that. God wants to serve Colonel Harder, I'd like to say your age, but I don't think it'd be appropriate. But all the, your heart's breaking because all those years as a colonel, you'd go next door and preach to those folks. You have rescued people at the last moment before they step off into eternity. Just keep doing what you're supposed to do. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.